everybody. Welcome to the third episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And today we're back talking about Jitters. And Jitters is a uh, instrumental math rock band. They're a two-piece from Tampa. Sound a lot like Hella. Um, sound like Battles. Uh, I will definitely add Lightning Bolt. I get a little more Behold the Octopus as well sometimes. Hmm, yeah. yeah. They definitely have some really interesting uh, instrumental arrangements, really creepy sounding. Uh, they have uh, a really impressive back catalog too. But the song that we're going to talk about today is called My Big Red Knife. And that's off uh, their full length album, which was released back in January. So it's not exactly brand new, but um, back in January. And the album is called. You're in therapy. Here we go.
Alright, so that was My Big Red Knife by Jitters, and that was released back in January of this year. Yeah, Christian, I want to add a little thing here. This track especially, I just feel it's every instrumental track a heavy band wants in the middle of their <laughs> record, you know? It's perfect. Yeah, uh, very dreamy, jazzy. Another thing, I feel like this album, You're in Therapy, has a lot more of like a Don Caballero, jammy, rocky kind of feel as far as yeah, zones. Yeah, yeah, as far as zones go, a uh, little more focus on the drumming, a little more fast, speedy, lightning bolt. Yeah, zones, there. I think, is um, an improvisational album. Maybe I'm mistaken about that. Was not aware of that. Hmm. Yeah, well, uh, they have really great musicianship. I want to praise the level of musicianship either way. So next, we're going to talk about one bond. And Juan Bond is from New York. It's experimental math core. Um, they sound like Dillinger Escape Plan, kind of, but they've got a violinist that definitely makes them stand apart. Uh, if you've ever heard of Loom, uh, Loom, uh, they kind of remind me of Loom in that way, just that it's a, you know, sort of post-hardcore, hardcore, you know, math core, whatever, utilizing um, some, you know, traditional strings, which is, again, very unusual. You don't hear that very much nowadays. Yeah, with the violin... On that note of Loom, it's not as strong as Loom, I guess, with the violin. Every you mean time it's it, not as prevalent. Yeah, uh, it's not. Yeah, it's not turned up as much. Uh, it's just it's in the background, and I really, really appreciate that. It just adds this really beautiful sound. Just to enough. It. Yep. Uh, I will throw to. Uh, I would set myself on fire for you, old screamo band, uh, late '90s, early 2000s. Same thing. Violin just complemented the band. Never overpowered. Was just a subtle Damn, violin. With the OG reference, Levi. Yep. yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, again, you don't really hear strings utilized very much in this kind of music. So we're going to listen to Tragedy in the Marquee. And that was released on September 5th of this year. Here we go.
So that was Tragedy at the Marquee by Juan Bond, and that was released back in September. That is such a good track, I gotta say. I really, I really like their style. Thank God for the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, keeping the dream alive. And um, actually, they have some shows coming up, so if you're on the East Coast, you should definitely go out and check out Juan Bond. They're going to be playing uh, December 13th, 15th, and 16th at Alchemy in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, Fat Baby in New York City, and O'Brien's Pub in Boston. And that's the 13th, 15th, and 16th, respectively, there. So, next we're going to talk about Cronata. And Cronata is mathcore from Italy. They, um, man, they, they play a really great blend of all your favorite bands. They sound like Dillinger, they kind of sound like Heavy Heavy Lolo. Uh, there's a part that really reminds me of the Heartland, and then at times, you know, Botch, Norma Jean, Chariot, that whole, you know, Botch lineage kind of thing. Um, if you're going to ask me how they sound, I would say uh, drug-induced post-hardcore. <laughs> That's my only description. So heavy, heavy, low, though. Yeah, just nice, dark, yeah, not sassy. Not uh, quite. Yeah, yeah, which I, I appreciate. heavy, heavy, low, is more sassy. A little more sassy, yeah. So other than that, yeah. So we're going to listen to Harange. And Harange is the second track off their full-length album, which was released back in February. It's called The Bull Ring. And here we go.
God, that was so good. I love that riff. And uh, that was Harange by Cronada. And that's off their full-length album, The Bull Ring. That was released back in February. I totally forget about those inserts of the old, like, 1920s Brilliant. on that track. I, I Yeah, tickled me a lot. Love it. <laughs> yeah, more bands, should they should bring back the inserts. You know, not, I guess not many, not many bands are doing that anymore. It's such a, like, a MySpace. Again, yeah. there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People should start playing like a drinking game for every time we say MySpace. You get fucked up, dude. <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> you would get hammered as shit super quick because that's like the only shit we ever talk about. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Jesus Horse. And Jesus Horse is mathcore from Montreal. Uh, on the subject of sassy hardcore, here it is. Uh, they sound... Like uh, Blood Brothers, Every Time I Die. Yeah, uh, especially the stuff that we're going to show here. Uh, they did record with Kurt Ballou, so... Yeah, right? they, that's right, exactly. They recorded this EP, um, arguably more productive than Dead, with Kurt Ballou at God City. So, shout out just for jamming with Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hats off uh, from there on. You know, your record, you know your record's going to sound good if you record with him, obviously. Um, some people would say his, the vocals are a little low in the mix, whatever. I think his shit sounds amazing. Yep. What, I mean, who the fuck are you going to say is better in the world of hardcore? Alright, and uh, we're going to listen to At Least Buy Me Dinner, and that's off their new EP, Arguably More Productive Than Being Dead. And that was released November 18th, so this is really new. Here we go. Listen to that cause we're going to work again! 
All right, so that was At Least Buy Me Dinner by Jesus Horse from Montreal. And that's off their brand new EP, Arguably More Productive Than Being Dead. So the last band we're going to talk about is Dead Kiwis. Dead Kiwis are from Lyon, France. And, man, I'm really excited for this EP. Uh, It's coming out next year in January. It's called Karate Carnage. That's with two Ks. <laughs> they definitely have a, a good sense of humor. Um, but there is this is some fucking really good music. They sound a lot like Dillinger. Um, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, yeah, Dillinger. Dillinger Finger tappy Dillinger. awesomeness, yeah. Um, Every band on this episode sounds like Dillinger, actually. Yeah, other than Except that. Except for Jitters. Other than, yeah, other than, other than Jitters, uh, I really want to add, though, uh, I want to say that uh, th- I'm just really happy about the vocals. Very tough, awesome, solid, just metal vocals going on with Dead Kiwis. The I'm, instrumentation. Yeah, the vocals are fucking sick. Yeah, really excited. I, uh, on their band camp, you can only hear two tracks right now, and I'm very, very excited for this release. Me too. Um, Again, that comes out in January, but we're going to listen to the track Chuck Norris, and (laughs) that is the last track off um, their upcoming album. Here we go. Oh, that's not bad. 
So that was Chuck Norris by Dead Kiwis. And that's off their EP, which has not come out yet. It comes out in January, Karate Carnage. And, wow, um, you know, even more so than the other earlier comparisons we made, they sound a lot like Norma Jean and the Chariot. I love that middle section with the banjo. Yeah, uh, uh, I was just telling Christian, along with the banjo, uh, with the Chariot, uh, not only did the Chariot have their first record start out with kind of like a banjo-y kind of thing going on mm-hmm. but uh then later on you have more of a gospel uh chant going on in some of their later recordings as well very S- sanctimonious very sanctimonious <laughs> um i gotta tell you i have no complaints with this it's almost like a different kind of like a group chant kind of thing and especially with dead kiwis how he brought it back to the breakdown at the end game on i'm all about it all right um so i just want to take a second to since that was our last band of the day I want to shout out um, Sheep's Clothing. If you guys haven't checked out Sheep's Clothing, that's, um, you know, Sheep's X Clothing. If you're trying to find them on Facebook or Instagram. And uh, what they're doing is some really great retrospective interviews with some fucking awesome bands that you all love. Again, we all talk about this golden era of MySpace. Uh, Sheep's Clothing, uh, they're doing great interviews with people like... Um, from a second story window uh they interviewed implosive discordance tower of rome a full interview with tower of rome i fucking love that band um they did an interview with two of the guys from the great redneck hope which levi you're the person who showed me that band originally yeah yeah uh christian like 10 uh, years ago yeah but uh you let me know about the interview uh with these guys like a few days ago so christian and i were like one of the 20 people doing the live stream with this interview but i'm telling you there's a lot more people out there that listen to the Great Retina Cope or did listen to the Great Retina Cope. And so just like check these guys out. Um, they are doing really obscure interviews that are appealing to the tens of hundreds like we are. <laughs> the tens of hundreds. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, <laughs> uh, just yeah, check them out. Yeah, so uh, definitely check out Sheep's Clothing. And they actually have an interview with Into the Moat coming up. Um, and they, they, uh, they do a vlog every Sunday. It's not uh, the Into the Moat one's not this Sunday, um, but it's the following one. And we have a really special uh, treat for you to close out this uh, math cast. Uh, my good friend and former bandmate Luke Kelly did a, a parody of math cast. Apparently, we are uh, we are so locked into our fucking thing that there's already a formula. And episode three, we already have a formula going on. So yeah, yeah, and he really he lampooned the fuck out of us. It's hilarious, and we want to share it with you because it's just it really it'll make you laugh if you've ever listened to math cast before. So we're going to listen to that real quick. Thanks, Luke. Here we go. Hey, you're listening to another episode of Heavy Core Galore Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm your co-host, Larry. And today we're going to talk just a little bit about a special band called Anal Thruster. Now, this was a two-piece back in the day. Uh, they had a pretty good long run during that time. Uh, they started back in the summer of 2010 and toured just relentlessly, just pushing release after release until finally disbanding in the fall of the same year. Long time. And they amassed a pretty impressive catalog with over six songs. Um, well, six and a half, if you include all their demo material. Right. So, you, you know, just legitimate veterans of the genre. Mm-hmm. And at the risk of totally glossing over their sound and being too vague, I would describe them to be a good 
solid, pretty straightforward, um, tick death thrash, glam grind, jazz core band. Yeah, pretty basic. Right, not, nothing too crazy. Right. Um, at times, they pull a little bit of influence from punk wave from the day, uh, a little bit of spaz rock here and there. Uh, they had some uh, pretty good prog core material, although I guess it wasn't so much proggy as much as it was groggy. Mm-hmm, mm, true. Yeah, and uh, they had a little bit of black and death core, uh, ah, excuse me, black and death grind core, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> yeah, come to Two completely different genres there, Chris. Yeah, you got You don't want to be pissed off at fans. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm sorry. Uh, only a little blackened. Uh, not too blackened, though. Uh, there was still plenty of gray in there. So, you know, lots of room for all the other color-coded metal genres to be represented in our discography, too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, is there anything you want to add to that, Larry? Uh, well, I agree with you on all points uh, there, um, although I kind of have to, because you always get to say everything about the band first, which doesn't really allow me much else to add. Of course, of course. Uh, well, I'm the one who buys the beer after all. All right, well, uh, well, I really like their uh, early material back when they had a pre-modern gent vibe to them. Oh yeah, cl- classic old school gent. Right, right. And uh, I particularly enjoyed that period where they moved from that heavy, heavy gore grind sound into their more nuanced uh, porno grind era. Oh, yeah, just beautiful porno grind ballads. I mean, come on, they're just uh, absolutely, absolutely stunning. I know, right? I mean, the the chills and feels you get from some of their porno grind ballads. uh, Oh, gosh, I mean, the feeling's just immense. Mm -hmm. I mean, just deep emotional stuff there. I mean, yeah. And I guess they had some pretty cool Doom Speed in their heyday, too. Doom Speed? Um, I would say it was a little more sludge speed. Well, yeah, I guess you, I guess you could say that because of the wonky guitar tone they had at the time. Um, I guess that's fair. Yeah, very distinct guitar tone, actually. I lots of wonk with a, with a bit of chunk. And chug, too. Don't forget about the chug. Oh, absolutely. Um, also, one thing I wanted to briefly touch on a little bit was the influence anal thruster had on future generations and especially that subsequent wave of glam core jazz crying oh uh, yeah and uh, wait, wait 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 don't don't you mean uh, glam grind jazz core oh right right right, right. My, my, my apologies <laughs> I, I meant glam grind yeah. jazz all right i was gonna say you know that's a <laughs> that's kind of a stretch there I, I know i know i'm sorry about that again uh, but anyway they heavily influenced some bands like uh penal pigs mm. uh rectal rage mm. razor fuckers mm. uh shitting razors uh mustard misery uh, the Midget Massacres, uh, Scum Come, mm. and uh, who else, Larry? Uh, well, the, the don't forget the Masters of Baiting, right. uh, Urethral Abuse, mm-hmm. uh, Blood Orgy, Blood Bleeder, Blood Shitters, and yeah. um, I guess the Blood Farts as well, I guess. Yeah. Uh, deathened to Life, uh, Killed to Death, Absolutely. Uh, Black Kittens Bleed Black, mm-hmm. uh, a Satanic Vaginal Discharge, oh, of course. Uh, Sweet Pete and the Pedophiles, uh, Penis Pimples, and... Uh, you know, Bukaki Kamikaze. Yeah, yeah, Bukaki Kamikaze. Uh, just, mm-hmm. to, just to name a few. Right. Um, so, um, like we said before, just super straightforward, yeah. nothing too weird yeah. or off the wall, but just solid, great band. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, let's just jump right into it. So, let's, uh, without further ado, uh, here's one of their more melodic tracks, a classic, actually, Ooh. from Anal Thrusters Complete Discography CD, The Ultimate Collection Part 1 Remastered, called Anal Intrusion. And here we go. Okay, so that was Anal Intrusion by Anal Thruster from their one and only complete discography CD, The Ultimate Collection Part 1 Remastered. 
Some good stuff there. Lots of content. A lot going on mm. in that track. I, I agree. Lots to digest. Uh, to this day, I'm still impressed with how melodic those death metal growls are. Mm, mm-hmm. Toads, my goats. Lots of melody. Right. Um, although the production in this remastered issue is a little overproduced, though. Yeah, I admit it's a little overprocessed for my taste, too. I mean, they should have left it a little bit raw, but hey, it's Angle Thruster, so, you know, whenever they tried to polish a turd, they always made a try. Ah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, well, that does it for this episode of Heavy Core Galore Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm your co-host, Larry. Uh, thank you for listening. And stay groovy. Isn't that just too perfect? He he really nailed us. I'm fucking dying over here. It's <laughs> <laughs> so... Just beautiful pornogram. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah, Luke Luke Kelly is a funny guy and an incredible musician. Um, I used to be in a band with him called Antarctica. Uh, he did bass guitar tracks for us, and uh, he's also in a another like a solo project called Zellophilia. And if you've ever listened to stuff like Mike Patton, you like Daughters or The Locust, you should really listen to Zellophilia. It's a fucking brilliant album, actually, uh, conceptually, musically, otherwise. Uh, Luke Kelly, he also does. Um, like a sort of a punk instrumental project. It's like LTK music. Anyway, you should look up his endeavors on Facebook. He's, he's a hell of a musician. So I guess that about wraps it up for the third episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And we'll be back again next month with some more sick underground bands for y'all. Good night, and stay beautiful.